Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Alicia Jardine. We recorded this in December over Skype, and I recorded my musical parts afterwards. Shout out to Get Up in the Cool's newest Patreon supporters, Bill M. and Ken Claudner, last week's guest, and Julie Kellen, who raised their support level and now has access to the secret weekly bonus track podcast. Thank you so much. It means a lot. And I always say this, but especially right now, when Get Up in the Cool takes so much more work to produce. Thank you so much. If you're listening to this and you want to chip in like Bill, Ken, and Julie, follow the link in the show notes to patreon.com slash getupinthecool. Sign up and help make this podcast happen every week. I'm teaching some banjo workshops coming up. I'm explaining my pitchfork banjo technique and performing for the winter online old-time banjo festival, January 29th through 31st. And I'm teaching two workshops for the Old Town School of Folk Music, one on anticipated notes and ghost strokes on February 21st, and one called Slides from Every Angle on February 28th. These are new workshops that I've never offered before, so I'm really excited to try them out. I have a lot of thoughts on all of those topics, and I'm excited to teach you them. So if you can't make it to any of those, I have room in my Skype lesson schedule, and there's always my instructional series at pitchforkbanjo.com. I'll put links to all those in the show notes. Hope to see you there. Stick around afterwards and I'll tell you how to keep up with Alicia Jardine. But first, here's our interview and jam. Enjoy. Alicia Jardine, welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Thank you so much. What, what was that? That was a halling. 
uh, so a Swedish dance slash song <laughs> uh, f- that I have from an old, old recording, not a very old recording, from uh, uh, a guy called Martin Martinsson, uh, who lives, so I live in Gothenburg in Sweden on the west coast. So there's a big island north of here uh, where my maternal grandparents are from. And uh, I found this recording of this guy from that island singing this song or lilting this song. So I was like, mm. wow, that will sound great on the banjo. Um, oh, so, yeah. so, so he, he's, just, he's just singing it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, he's like 70 years old and going... <laughs> and you have to listen to it and go, okay, is it bad intonation? Is it tradition? I don't know. Yeah, but it's that's funky. the question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, Where did you find this recording? Uh, I think I found it on like, um, you know, like a... Um, Oh, what's the word for it? But like a CD with like, oh, different tunes from this region in Sweden. Uh, and it's actually on Spotify, <laughs> his album. It's just like someone who recorded him in the 1930s or 40s, I guess. Uh, when, you know, I guess like what happened in, in the States and all over the world. Like, sure. you know, trying to gather in all these songs from all, all this, uh, the older generation, you know, trying to preserve, preserve it. So, yeah. yeah, once recording equipment was more uh, accessible, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess over here, a lot of it was like, if it wasn't commercial, it was like WPA recorders. Like the, I don't even remember what that stands for. Um, but uh, it's like New Deal stuff. Yeah. Like, were, <laughs> was there some sort of equivalent? Was it like a, a government group that was going around recording people in the 30s? Or was it individuals? Yes. Or? I'm going to say yes. <laughs> but like with a question mark. No, sure. but uh, th- there's actually an archive uh, uh, called uh, Svenskt Visarkiv, so Swedish like melody or song archives, uh, which have, they have a lot of these recordings uh, that you can actually go into and like look up certain regions uh, in Sweden and like, or different fiddlers or singers. Uh, but some of them, like some of the recordings actually also are like CDs, because I guess they were, they were so good, all those songs. <laughs> you can't keep them in the archive. They have to be out on Spotify. Yeah, so... Uh, How many people in Sweden actually like listen to traditional Swedish music? Oh, wow. It's not... Not a lot. Okay. I guess I, I I well I guess it's sort of like you know like with what I my idea of like old time in in like um, the United States or like it's the same here like it's kind of small group I don't know yeah it's not I mean everyone knows like probably like if you hum one of the most like common tunes then people would probably go oh when I was young and I had. I had violin class, like, I played that song. Um, But it's not, yeah, it's not in, like, the pop music or... (laughs) Or whatever. Right, so there's there's like Swedish turkeys and straws and yeah, and, uh, exactly Arkansas travelers and things like that. Yeah, like so I guess that's where where like the common 
common folk, the mortals, sure. <laughs> the muggles, if you will. The muggles. Uh, <laughs> I am also in confidence sometimes referred to non-old time musicians or non-trad musicians as muggles. Which yeah, is- yeah. <laughs> It's such a good, it's such a good, like, way to, like, because it's a subculture in a way with all these, like, unwritten rules and, like, the the magic is the music, I guess. No, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah. No, yeah, we're banjo wizards, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, let's stand in our truth. (laughs) I have all these books and all these songs, yeah, all these tunings, and, yeah. Did you, did you, did you grow up? listening to Swedish music? Uh no. No, I uh I grew up listening to my uh, pop music, but also when I was like 10, 11 started getting into like punk and I think it was kind of when the whole scene and emo music also, so yeah. I was into that and uh and then it sort of took a wild turn when I found uh uh, the chicks or Dixie chicks as they used to be called on yes. YouTube. And then they'd sort of, Whoa, <laughs> like, so that, that a, was your introduction to like traditional American music. It was my introduction to the banjo. I would say, like, Oh, I'm not uh, actually that familiar with them. And I don't, I don't know. I've heard like, I heard that murder ballad and like yeah. that's basically it or whatever music video that they released this year you know and that's yeah yeah so i don't actually know how much how much like banjo and fiddle is present in their music no no not so much i guess it was just for me like just like oh wow that's a really cool instrument and wow it's a white a uh, white woman with brown hair who plays the banjo. I'm a white woman with brown hair. <laughs> I can play the banjo. Matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it's sort of, yeah. they have one CD, I think, uh, called Home, which is kind of more traditional. And they do like a Tim O'Brien song. And they do, mm-hmm. and it's and it's sort of led into that way. Like, okay, but who is Tim O'Brien? Like, oh, okay, Alison Krauss. Okay, but can we go... Oh, Gillian Welsh. Oh, that's another way of playing the banjo where you don't need a band. You can be all by yourself yeah. uh, being 13 in your room in Gothenburg in Sweden. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. If you, were, you, were you playing punk music and emo music? Or were, you, were, you, were you playing any music at this time? Well, I did. I did the like, you know, we, in Sweden, we have sort of like a... A municipal music school which basically everyone goes to it's it's very affordable and so I started playing violin but then I was like oh this is boring I only get to play classical and then I started playing the guitar uh it was yeah you know playing like punk and rock on the guitar and then it sort of uh I was doing that but then at home I was playing the banjo and like exploring traditional banjo music uh, so yeah, I kind of you... left the punk and rock quite quickly because I was like, "This is punk rock." <laughs> <laughs> where Where did you get your first banjo? Like, did are did you just go to a music store and find yeah. one? Or yeah, yeah, I just went to a music store and was like, "Okay, this is cheap," or "This is the only one." Yeah. <laughs> this is cheap. Let's get that yeah. one. Um, and yeah, how did you figure out that what you wanted to do was claw hammer because it takes people generally a while to figure out that there's different styles of banjo playing yeah and that one isn't necessarily the most 
surface level obvious one to choose? Mm, yeah, I think it was like I said, I started doing like bluegrass, like scrug style, because okay. uh, and you know sitting practicing my rolls, and then after a while it was just like well. This is no fun if I'm not playing with anyone. And I think at the same time I started, you know, found like like Gillian Welsh and also like Rhiannon Giddens and and all these like female banjo players who accompanied their own singing voice. And that was like, oh, well, this is nice. This I can do. So you when know. you said you were hearing this style of like solo performance banjo what you're saying is like that's when you discovered clawhammer playing because it yeah. lets you do a certain kind of performance that is maybe a little bit more difficult to pull off as like a scrug style player. Yeah, Arguably. yeah, I think so. But also, it, it it was easier. I don't know. It was easy. It's not easy, like technically stuff. But I was like more like oh, but then I can play these tunes and these tunes. But with scrug styles, it was like. Well, I mean, I sorry, I don't mean to throw any shade, but like they all sound the same if you just have mm. the banjo. <laughs> like if you're in sure. B major, okay, pop people <laughs> will probably say that's the same about all time tunes in A yeah, right, right, major. Right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe that's not such a good argument. But uh, no, I, yeah, I I think I understand uh, what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> intuitively. <laughs> Um, but also, yeah, the whole songwriting thing also became a big part for me, like writing writing songs. And I saw, yeah, a bigger sort of playing field in that with playing Clawhammer, I guess. There was more to listen to and more that I I connected to. I definitely want to ask you about songwriting, but I think you have... At least one other Swedish tune, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I have another. So we can talk more banjo stuff if you want. Yeah, I would, I would love to ask you about um, how you go about playing, or when you started <laughs> trying to play Swedish music on the on the banjo, and how yeah. how you approach that. Because I've occasionally uh, endeavored to do that, and mm-hmm. um, it's a whole different animal than trying to play um, things that were actually meant for the banjo. So. Yeah. Yeah, re- yeah. Uh, so I was, you know, doing like the very like traditional, like old timey, like sim- simpler stuff. I don't know at home, but like I was involved in like uh, like a youth orchestra who played like world music. Uh, so world music, like so different traditions in a way. So we played Bulgarian. We played. Uh, mm-hmm you know, Caribbean music, we, and we also played a lot of Swedish. And, uh, and that's, I, so, I sort of, <laughs> I sort of went first to like American, like banjo music. And then I was like, oh, wow, Swedish music. That's also cool. <laughs> like that's here. And then sort of, you know, through do, doing these uh, like camps, going to different camps and stuff, I was like, so I kind of already knew tunes because I started dancing a lot. Mm. Uh, a lot of Swedish, so I went to like my my first uh, uh, oh, like fid- fiddlers um, convention, but like yeah. Swedish version, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like uh, doing dancing, 
uh, and and in, and in a way, I was like, okay, but then I went home, I was like, okay, but I have this tune in my mind, like, it's okay, okay, how can I, and then the job began. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, just sitting there and going like, okay, bum diddy, we have to come up with maybe something else to make this work. <laughs> I only have da 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 da. What do I want to do if I want to play da 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 or da 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 da? So yeah, it's been a lot, a lot of work on my own. And then you know, like, oh, okay, I can play this, and then I can play it with people. But yeah, it's. Well, play me another tune, and then let's break down what what you did in order to in order to play in order to play it. What what what's next? So I'm gonna be playing a polska, also from uh, Bohuslän, which is the region uh, north of where I am currently. Great. And uh, I would love after this if you could just go ahead and uh, message me all of the correct spellings of of all of these tunes. Yes. (laughs) Because I'm not going to be able to (laughs) do it by myself. I will. Great.
Wow, you did you did not disappoint. That is one that we're gonna have to break down a little bit. <laughs> what, what the hell? <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm we're we're doing this with the Skype video call, and I'm like yes. watching your right hand and your left hand, uh, and obviously Skype will drop packets and stuff, and yes. I won't necess you know the tempo will fluctuate, so I can't I I can't see and hear everything, but. Mm. It seemed to me like you were basically constantly breaking the claw hammer stroke. Yes. Like and doing like you know two two downstrokes in a row and then like floating and then hitting again and doing all sorts of wild stuff. Yeah. <laughs> trying to now think of what I'm actually doing. <laughs> so I mean, you know, I think we, that's yeah. a, I think that's a testament if you can play if you can play it at this point without thinking because if I were to do that I would be just absolutely completely in my head <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah i don't really you know it's it, it's it's all it all comes from the ding 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 you know like the, uh, the i don't know what to say it but like the three and the one uh, you know which mm. are the basic dance steps uh is that in all polskas yes is three basically one, yes yeah three, three one. one yes Exactly, and you'll have uh, so the subdivision. I think Alvin went into this more extensively, and he probably has like a better vocabulary for it than me. But so this is actually subdivided by uh, three, like triplets. So sort of very simplified. So then you sort of have to find a way to play. Da, da, da. But I also like so I do the. Hmm. And then a lot of it is actually just like hammer on and pull offs to try. Yeah, and, you it seemed know, like the left hand was going to work there. Yeah, um, to trying to make it because what I'm doing is actually not an even triplet so it's one mm -hmm. two three it's one two three one two three so, which is which is actually oh what oh what the heck in heck is it but it's yeah so the the one is the one is short uh and that and that's actually not in the traditional i'm gonna put this away because otherwise it'll be uh no but it's not actually in the traditional tune but it's kind of yeah, you, so you kind of go backwards and forwards, going da da, like one da 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 da, and da 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 da, or I don't know da 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 da. I'm just saying da 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 da. Someone make a meme out of that. No, but yeah, and it's hard. I it would be easier if you were we were in the same room and I could just show you what I'm doing. Sure. So you would go to these dances. And then yeah. you would come home with the tune in your head yeah. and tr try your best to, to transmit it with, with claw hammer. Yes. Were other people, uh, when you would eventually play this, uh, play these tunes for other people, were they receptive? Like, yeah. I don't know what, like, people are like in terms of, like, gatekeeping and the trad music scene in Sweden. You know, if you come in and play a different yeah. instrument, are people excited or are they apprehensive or... Yeah, it depends on the the festival, <laughs> I sure. guess. Uh, 
But I did. I did actually have a goal to do this year, uh, but thanks to 2020, it didn't happen. But to like uh, add uh, called Ransöter Stemman, which is a fiddler convention with a lot of dancing. So they have like an open, open stage or whatever, mm. you know. And I was like, oh, but this year I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna sign my name and I'm just gonna play banjo tunes. Uh, but that didn't happen. But I actually sure. had the chance. Uh, when I was in Gothenburg. So I study at uh, the university in Gothenburg. I'm doing a teacher teacher's training program, but with like folk music. Um, so yeah, we had like a, a small concert at a, at a place in town and I played mm. some dancing and people were really like, wow, that was so cool. And I was like, whoa, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but yeah, but I think for me, like for me, if... Uh, uh, and why I also like playing it is also the challenge of trying to make it danceable, you know, trying to make it groovy. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah, because that's what makes me like it or appreciate it, uh, you know. And uh, It seems to be what most people go to Clawhammer Banjo for, is they don't necessarily want to sound, they don't want to necessarily listen to something that sounds like a lot of thinking. Yeah, um, or a lot of uh, uh, effort. They want yeah. to hear something that that feels like dancing. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Like dancing. An effortless yeah. sound. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I guess so. Which is hard if you're playing something hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's full of triplets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you haven't even. I think uh, also like. Once you, uh, I think one, it clicks a lot also when you've done like a, uh, an evening of dancing, the Polska. You're like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> like, I know where it's supposed to, like, how to make it work, I guess. But yeah, I mean, hammer-on and pull-offs are my best friends, <laughs> in a way, when playing <laughs> Swedish. And also, like, experimenting with tunings, like, oh, okay, there's a, like, what if I did a sawmill tuning even though there is a major third in this song. Sure. But then I can just, you know, go crazy on the G string. <laughs> it, se- it seemed to me that... Were, were you playing that in some sort of double C or double D tuning just then? Yeah, so, yeah, so it's... Yeah, double C or, yeah, with the capo on the second. So, yeah, it's double, double D, I guess, also. Yeah, uh, and I find it very, like freeing to not have a third in in the tuning yeah in a way uh, because then you can sort of get that open drone droney sound uh modal modal sound i guess which sure. is like if you if you ever listen to like swedish folk music there's not a, a lot of chords going on right uh, not in a lot of traditional music anyway but you know so you just want to have that open and it's nice to have that that second there as well, you know, in that tuning to just kind of make it suspended and, and nice. <laughs> yeah, there's there's definitely a um, well to my to my ears. Yeah. Um, and I've heard very little Swedish music, um, especially when compared to someone who studied it. Um, <laughs> it it feels very very spooky and unsettled and it feels like a lot of that is because of the um the harmonic minor scale yeah. in there 
and then also that sharp four mm. in the da na na na. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then you go even further north, and you go in with like the uh, oh the microtonality stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> then you become really like what the heck? In the heck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it, and it's also interesting now because talking to well, talking to you, I'm like, yeah, I'm an expert at this, but really at home, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I feel, you know, I'm I'm a city girl. I wasn't raised on a farm, in in Dalekarlia. Sure. But yeah, <laughs> uh, but I think everyone uh, has a bit of imposter syndrome when you do traditional music. <laughs> it's a sort of, you know, like it's a. But yeah, not, well, not I'm an me. expert at banjo, <laughs> not you. <laughs> no, okay. yeah, it's, it's, no, it's everyone. Um, just about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense that there would be all of that, like, purity tests and authenticity coding and yeah. uh, pretensions of course. In, in Sweden as well. <laughs> yes, yes. But, yeah, I mean... I don't know if it's, it's if it's like that in the old time community, but there's like very two different like there's the yeah like the purist like oh we should keep it this way, and then you have the other camp which is like very ri- liberal. Everyone is queer in some way, you know, and is very like so you have these two very and I would say that I'm a part of the latter. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, and then there's just these people who are like I'm just here for a good time. <laughs> Yeah, want to mix in politics in it all. <laughs> you know, I haven't necessarily in in my like experience anecdotally the um, the conservative attitudes towards the music uh, don't necessarily correlate with conservative atti- socially conservative attitudes. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. like I I feel like I know a lot of old time queers who have very strong ideas about, you know, playing traditionally. Um, and it's not that they're threatened by someone like, you know, going in some weird direction with a tune, but, uh, yeah, it, it's more just that they're not interested and they want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> they want to play like, you know, Benny Thomason played it or whatever. Yeah. You know, and, uh, <laughs> uh, and then I feel like I've met a fair amount of, um, I don't know, a, a fair amount of, I guess you could say minimally or non-marginalized people who mm. uh, just want to party and they, they don't care if it's traditional yeah. or not, or they don't yeah. engage in that. But um, uh, and then and then the inverse as well. But yeah, yeah, that's just that my be, experience. Yeah, that would be interesting if someone. I, I demand someone to do a study on this, <laughs> like yeah. some called traditional music, like all around the world. Is it or like? <laughs> Uh, well, I think you yeah. said you had one more Swedish tune, unless you yeah. want to play something different first, but um, um, while we're talking about it. Yeah, sure. Let's then do I want another... to ask you about songwriting and happy heartaches and stuff. Yes, so. uh, yes. Okay, then I just need to... Uh... I need to retune. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> okay. I think I'm... What are you going to play next? Uh, so I'm going to do a waltz, uh, a waltz from uh, after a, a fiddler called Paul Karl from Dalarna. 
after a fiddle. I know the region in Sweden. A- after, after being the the word that like yeah, Scandinavian so it's like in, in by, general. Yeah, yeah, by yeah, yeah, yeah. In the style of or yeah, great. Yeah, exactly. Cool. special tune yeah do 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 swedish people like i'm just projecting all this stuff with my like you know harmonic expectations and like the 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 ways i've been cultured to listen to music um in in a like globalized american way yeah do 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 swedish people project onto it all this like oh what a spooky tune or like when they hear those harmonies or like do um, they how do they feel about that music when they hear it? Is it similar? Is it supposed to make you feel that way? Um uh, I can I can't speak for uh, the general Swedish population, I'm but I know you to be that... a monolith <laughs> <laughs> for all Swedes. No, but when I uh yeah, cuz I'm I'm studying to be a music teacher, so when I actually use it like for for in, for kids like in school and I play sweet they go oh that's spooky okay, so yeah <laughs> I, yeah I think it has that uh, that vibe um, yeah and it is and it is quite yeah spooky but there's also it's interesting because there are I mean for me that is uh, that is a very uh, happy tune in sure. a way but because it's it's a very like uh, like the Swedish waltz when danced it's like one 
so it's very like flowy and you're almost yeah. like bouncing so and it's one of my i mean i love all the dances but i especially love uh dancing waltzes yes. um, i guess if you were if if one was waltzing to that you would be moving really fast yeah and you would you wouldn't necessarily be feeling like like children and still yeah you would be thinking about like woo i'm making tracks across the yeah. dance floor yeah like I'm that's fa- a fast waltz yeah yeah uh but it's also yeah i and and for me i mean that's after a long like many years of listening to this music and dancing to this music and playing yeah. it so for me it's like no this is a happy tune sure but yeah of course we have like the common you know major minor thing but there are uh i think overall a lot more minor than major yeah. songs don't don't sue me other swedish people listen to, i don't know maybe maybe there is i don't know but like the yeah uh that that's uh, and also with the micro tonality uh you know uh also adds that another yeah. level of uh, of spookiness to it so, so you're a songwriter as well yes the happy heartaches Yes. Album. Yes. Is it technically, is it an EP? Is that yes. what you're all calling yes. it? Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, I think we're calling it that. <laughs> it's, I, is it five or six songs? I can't remember. Yeah, it's six. Six? Great. Yeah, I, yeah uh, I, I think so. Did you Did you write Annie on my mind? Yes, I did. <laughs> that song is has become very important to me. <laughs> I like it really? so much. Yeah, I, I think it's such a oh. lovely song. Uh, and it's relatable in some very important ways to me specifically mm-hmm. like the intersection of queer identity and attraction and uh church yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't necessarily know what that's like in sweden or to whatever extent that song's autobiographical or fictional mm-hmm. but um for whatever reason it uh it hits home and it's great <laughs> Wow, so, thank you. I yeah. don't know if you're planning on playing that today, but I just wanted to say that like yeah. I'm already I love your songwriting and uh, yeah, I'm excited to hear more. Yeah, wow. Well, thank you. Um that song, it's I mean, where to begin? It's not it's not autobiographical that word that you just said that I can't pronounce right now. But, uh, yeah, it kind of started, so yeah, I, I wasn't, I was involved a lot in the church when I was growing up, because, I mean, the Swedish church is very, uh, progressive in a way, like the state, uh, um, Is it called the Swedish church? Is there, like, one denomination? Yeah, it's one, but then you have, like, uh, you know, Baptist and, uh, Okay. Uh, you know, different, but they're not so big, uh, mm. I guess, because they all went to where you are, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> if you're not Lutheran, then you can go somewhere else. Uh, no, but yeah, so they have a lot of like musical, you know, activities and stuff. So choirs and stuff. So I've always yeah. been involved. Uh, but for me, like the whole thing was so th- the phrase was like Annie on my mind from like a book I think it's like a title of a book and I was like oh I try to be nice and I try to be kind still got any on my mind like oh wow that's a great that's a great hook 
right mm-hmm. there. And then it sort of uh, came from like, okay, but why, why does this like woman or girl, why, why don't, why doesn't she want to think about Annie? Like what is preventing her from, yeah. from, and, and yeah. Then it's sort of like, hmm, what are the people around her? Well, I guess. And and just sort of this this like vision of like, wow, like sitting in a church row and looking at someone, you know, and, and, and yeah, so it kind of just came to me in that, not that I've uh, it's but, it's uh, a yeah, great I, fe- I felt I could relate to that also, you know, just sitting anywhere, sitting in like the school auditorium, you know, and like, okay, you're trying to listen to the principal, but you just you just wanna find a reason to look at that that girl over there. <laughs> <laughs> even though you shouldn't it, it's okay. a great way of like ex- of depicting that feeling when you're a kid which is mm-hmm. you know that the thing you want to do you're not supposed to want it and you're not yeah. supposed to do it um but you don't necessarily know why yeah you know it's exactly. like the shame's there. You don't know how it got there, and <laughs> you, you don't even really want to look at it and examine it. But it's it's th- basically just that like kids listen are, are such good listeners, and they absorb all these messages yeah. even before they can like put words to it. You know, yeah. and I think it's just such a lovely way of of depicting that idea, and I just yeah. really appreciated that. Oh wow. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I, I usually think about it like I used... For me, it wasn't so much shame. It was just like, am I jealous of her or am yeah. I like attracted to her? And I, I remember like going off about... I think I was going off about Emma Watson like when I was in eighth grade. And I was like, oh, she does all this and she does all that. And she thinks she's all, you know. Yeah. And my teacher was like... It sounds like you're jealous. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, sounds like you're very no, on this I'm, I'm not <laughs> jealous. I, I, or like, you know, that, that, that whole, you know, like, I don't know, like, why am I so, why am I thinking about this girl? Oh, it must yeah. be because I'm jealous uh, or, or whatever. Like, you know, or am I, do I want to be her or be with her? Yeah. That, that, that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's this like great meme that goes around in like queer spaces on the internet, which is I don't even know what the context is, but it's Marge Simpson, and yeah. she's just saying, "I just think they're neat." Yeah, I just think they're neat. <laughs> yeah, uh, to to like explain that feeling of uh, um, you know being queer and like being a kid and like. Uh, <laughs> just assuming that you're you're idolizing someone of your same gender in like a in the in the same way that you yeah, know yeah, yeah. everyone else is when they yeah, they look yeah, up yeah. to <laughs> celebrities or whatever <laughs> having posters all over your walls yeah. like um, I just think she's neat yeah <laughs> and go well, like oh wait mm. Well, what song do you want to play for us, if if not that one? Um, I was thinking Cindy. Oh, great. Uh, on the same theme, I guess. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to do Cindy. Uh, I'm going to do Cindy. Okay. Then. Great. We'll, yeah. leave, we'll go ahead and leave that in. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's... Uh, <laughs> 
Okay. This is also on the on the Happy Heartaches EP. Yes, it is. It okay. is. So it's a traditional song, which I and I added a third verse to it. Yeah, it goes a little something like this. Oh, oh, oh. 
Yes, good additional words. <laughs> to make it clear that I'm a girl singing about a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, out in the audience. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> so we have one more tune or song to go, but before yeah. we do that, where do people go to get the Happy Heartaches EP uh, or to follow your music in general? Uh, yeah, so uh, Happy Heartaches, you can uh, check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and also, I don't think we have our EP that you can buy somewhere, but you can stream it on Spotify. Great. Uh, yeah. And if you want to check out my stuff, then I have an Instagram. It's just my name. I post memes and <laughs> occasional banjo tunes. Uh, and I'm also like, yeah, I'm also like open if anyone wants to have like a banjo lesson in and just in playing uh, Swedish stuff on the banjo then you can send me, slide into my DMs, or uh, send me uh, an email. I'll, uh, I'll, yeah. It's written somewhere. I'll send it to you, Cameron, so you can write okay, it. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> DMs or email, all that stuff will be linked in the show notes for this episode. Yeah. Thanks so much for taking a little bit of your, well, late Friday evening to do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It was a pleasure. Yeah. Wow, it went by so quickly, but I'm all, yeah. <laughs> well, Alessia, what do you want to play for the last tune? Uh, I want to do, I think I'll do a completely original, never heard before. Oh, really? Song. Yeah. Wow. I, th- I think so. Yeah. Get, get up in the cool exclusive. <laughs> first, first here. Great. Yes. So, uh, I also want to say a big thank you, Cameron, for having me on your show. I'm so happy and honored. <laughs> me too, you likewise. Made, yeah. <laughs> right back at you. <laughs> made my year. Yeah. Feels great to like end 2020 with this, actually. It mm. feels... <laughs> positive note. Indeed. Yeah, so this is an original uh, song called Scotchman, Scotchman. Scotchman, Scotchman, bring me news, or at least something I can use. Give me ribbons for my hair, or a ballad. Thank you. 
stream over there the debut EP of Alicia's band Happy Heartaches on Spotify. And I just want to clarify, I don't think this was made clear in the interview, but Albin Ekman, former guest of Get Up in the Cool, is the fiddler for Happy Heartaches. He's the one that introduced me to Alicia. Thank you, Albin. You're welcome back on the show anytime. You too, obviously, Alicia. Make sure to like and follow them on Facebook and Instagram, The Happy Heartaches. And while you're there, give Alicia a follow on Instagram as well and shoot her a DM for banjo lessons. Or you can email her at aliciajardine at hotmail.com. Everything I just mentioned is linked in the show notes. You can support Get Up in the Cool by sharing the show with a friend. Please share the show with a friend. I'm sure there are a lot of people who would enjoy listening to the Get Up in the Cool if they only knew it existed. And like the video posts on Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, and YouTube, and share them. And if you're able, please help fund this podcast by signing up at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. You can order a mask, t-shirt, bag, sticker, or phone case at Get Up in the Cool's merch store. You can visit pitchforkbanjo.com for my instructional banjo series and check the show notes for links to my upcoming banjo workshops. Check out my other podcast, Think Outside the Box Set. It's available in all the same places as Get Up in the Cool. And again, everything I just mentioned is linked in the show notes for this episode in your podcast app. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to Get Up in the Cool. <laughs>